0: hello welcome to asmr coast to coast i'll be your spine tingler gavril and these are the dulcet tones of kevin hello nev
1: hey hey and chris Hola.
0: on our last show we spent some time discussing the upcoming patch 8.2 and what manner of interesting things it'll be bringing This week, we have a roundup of Wisconsin news and some other tidbits. would like to remind you that the musical throwaway I originally had for this was horribly inappropriate, thus we are not going to play it. Everybody? Hey, buddy. Hey. Hi. You got some B-roll today, Kevin. Wow. Definitely got some B-roll today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> uh, I knew that one was going to be good. I just didn't... I didn't know about it. I wasn't sure. It broke us.
2: I, I think I'm going to cut it after you crack
0: up. <laughs> That's probably a good one. That'll probably work. Pardon me. It'll give you uh, some good. uh, The the interstitial bits will give you some good uh, B roll though. So hey guys. Hey guys, how you doing? Great. Uh, I'm very good. Neth?
3: What? Sorry.
0: Uh, I I did just say, are you doing okay? How are you doing?
3: I am doing okay.
0: (laughs) That is fantastic to hear. All right. Uh, welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. Of course, we are not going to jump on the ASMR hype train. We are just doing a funny intro because I love doing them funny intros. Um, so um, we now have a new segment at the top of the show. Instead of how was your week in gaming? How was your last fortnight? Because apparently we're going to suck Epic's dick.
3: No, because <laughs> we're doing the show fortnightly. So it's been two weeks. It's been a fortnight. Kevin, no. add
0: ash, add, add the Fortnite hashtag to
3: our, uh, oh my God, to our no.
0: crawler <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the, get Pitch- us oh, more videos.
2: Yep. There we oh go. Epic Fortnite. We mentioned it on the show.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, Neth, you wrote me a small novel. How was your Fortnite? <laughs>
3: can't stop laughing now Um, okay so i started an account on the eu side and i started leveling my baby hunter a tiny bit um Mm -hmm. pulled muscles from my neck to like basically from my earlobe down to my shoulder at work on tuesday so i didn't get a lot of gaming done this week because much pain was to be had um what little i did play was console so that i could stay comfortable on the couch um my big thing—I picked up Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the gold edition. I got it for forty-five bucks during the spring sale on Xbox. So I'm very bad. excited. Yeah, given it's normally a hundred and fifty Canadian, it kind of was a deal that I couldn't let go.
0: That's like twenty bucks U.S., right?
3: Eh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know the exchange. It it's like
0: what? It's actually 13, probably about twenty. Bucks.
3: It's probably about twenty pounds, to be honest. But I think it's a little bit more U.S. because your dollar's not as good.
0: Yeah. Uh, i think the dollar exchange rate right now is i think it'd be about 115 120 bucks if i remember correctly
3: yeah i did want to toss out a thank you to um subtotal um aka marcus for answering my questions during his stream about realm royal last weekend i'm trying to get better and him letting me ask questions while he was playing was actually incredibly helpful and i appreciate it so thank you
0: ooh go marcus woo uh kevin yeah your 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 fortnite how how is your uh epic games on the unreal engine fortnite
2: um well let's see i lost all my matches um i used the new respawn van i i have no idea i've never i don't know either
0: i don't know
3: fortnite
0: (laughs) i've never played fortnite myself so (laughs) yeah i think Uh,
3: my teenagers played it two or three times that's the best i got (laughs)
0: Oh so yeah cuz teenager you know that's that's 100% yeah. within the demographic for that so that's that's normal. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah but I said two or three times it's not his type of game he didn't enjoy it at all.
0: Well your child has some taste. Good job. Yeah. You raised a yeah. good one.
2: Congratulations on that. Um we did some raiding this week. Uh we're on progression, we're extending lockout. We uh finally beat conclave that was last week. Um yeah, it took us over 100 tries, I think. I can't tell how many tries, but it took a lot.
0: Great googly movie, um, Kevin.
3: You guys killed Troll King, too. I wasn't there for it, but I know you killed it.
2: Yes, we did kill Rastakhan. Rastakhan. That was last week as well? Question mark? Or this week? I can't remember. Question mark um, again, sure.
3: I wasn't there for it, so I don't know.
2: Yes. And we did Crucible of Storm which was pretty cool. We did that on normal. Two fights. The first fight is a little weird. The second fight is even weirder. But they were kind of fun and had new mechanics. And, you know, it, we were able to learn the fights and down them on a single go, being heroic geared so on normal difficulty. So I don't think it's, like, too, too difficult, um, but we haven't tried it on heroic yet.
0: Just wait so, until they start adding in all of the uh, mechanics that come
2: yeah. in. Heroic yeah.
0: jumps up. We, we tried Heroic, then
1: go well.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um LB also mentioned that last night that there were some hot fixes, so they made some things more difficult, actually. Or changed some things, so. We'll see how that goes. I don't know if we'll go back in there or not. We are stuck on mechatork Like, big time stuck on mechatork Like, two days this week stuck on mechatork. So, uh we finally got him down to like 20ish percent 25% maybe um so we're almost there but still you know it's it's either people are getting hit by random mechanics or um i don't know there's there's just a number of things that can go wrong during that fight that just screw everyone up and we get wiped at one point he shot a um a cannon bolt at us that killed three people in one go that was funny
0: oh, LOL, well, LOL, well well, 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 well well
2: yeah and mm-hmm. other than that um LB and I have been playing division 2 we got done the there was like a there was an event to like get collectible um gear like cosmetic gear so we did that uh-huh. um which mm-hmm. was really fun and I actually liked farming that so <laughs> We're up to world tier five now. We played a game with Chris's friend who he invited to the guild, which was really fun. And yeah, just having a blast in that game, just killing a bunch of people.
0: Oh, good. So Thanks. yeah, that's it. Uh, Christopher.
1: um, I've been jumping back into Final Fantasy 14, leveled up my bard. He's sitting at, what is he now? He's 53. 54 53 or 54 uh trying to get ready for the new expansion so i need to go through all of heaven's word story and then i need to go all through uh, stormblood story and then i can start doing the new expansion stuff when it comes out in june so i got a lot to do guy. <laughs> okay. it's gonna take time but it's fun it's fun i'm enjoying it uh, I, it's nice to get back into a game that isn't just that isn't wow so i'm enjoying it it's fun um there's some raiding. We we've killed Megatork before, but we we've had some changes to our group since then. So things have like as a smaller group now, and it's we're having a little issue, some bit issues with it, but <coughs> we managed to clear it all up. So that's been we've we've killed Megatorque this week. We killed them on Thursday. So we are focusing on Stormwall on Sunday, and that's gonna be the focus for this day. and future until we kill that son of bitch because once that thing's dead Jaina's dead because Jaina's a piece of cake on heroic apparently she's ex- pretty much the exact same as she is on normal so once we kill stormwall yeah we're good we tried the new one on heroic um no one none of us have really looked up anything so it's kind of figuring out as we go so we're gonna wait until we kill jana and then we're gonna clear that place because yeah I think I think our, we all want to focus on Jaina, which is fair. Okay. Um, So some D and D, you're a con.
3: Um, yes, I am.
1: Uh, it's it's super super fun. Your deck, but you're super super fun. Uh, Again. I, I know I know you're a very good DM. Also the D, uh, DMs on Sundays and Mondays is on the chat channel, and so much fun. Uh, I love uh, my gunslinger that I play with you on a Tuesday. I love my uh, little monk, my little kobold monk. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> uh, and I'm still getting into the trickery domain uh, cleric, but it's fun. I'm enjoying them. Uh, and I tested Anduin on the PTR for Heroes. And it's a lot of fun. I love them. I'm so excited. Can't wait. it to be great. Okay. OK.
0: All right.
3: You're welcome uh, for linking you that.
0: Dead game. Yeah. Dead game. Dead game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I just been playing a shitload of Monster Hunter World and Hearthstone. That's it, and Dungeons and Dragons on Tuesday. Yay. that's all I've done. And everybody else has got Yay. like five million words that they need to go through, and like four minutes of explanation. I'm just like, no, I've just been playing Monster Hunter World and uh, Hearthstone, and that's it. And trying to kill my players in D and D. Well, there you go. But she is annoyingly good at. By the way. Yep, that's just because I don't care what CR creatures I throw at you. Yep. Y'all will either uh, adapt or you'll die. One of the two. I believe very strongly in evolution, motherfucker.
3: Hey, Neth. Hey, Gav. You said there's feedback? There's feedback. What? What? So that would make Kevin... Wrong word I was looking for.
2: Well, I don't know how wrong I can be if you told someone to give us feedback.
3: Um, however, we also have two other pieces of feedback that had <laughs> nothing to do with me saying anything okay. about listen to the show and give feedback. So what would that make you? You're right. There you go. <laughs> All
0: right, you communists, let's keep going. We got a lot of show to plow through.
3: So, uh, I'm just going to do a quick summary of the feedback from my friend Care. Um, So, he was commenting on some of the stuff that we were talking about Mechagon and the mount special features. um, That after 8.3, Mechagon will actually be split into dungeons. That came out (laughs) during the MDI weekend. And I'm sorry about the coughing in the background. Apparently, my teenager is choking. oh god he's still breathing i'm not concerned Um, (laughs) i'm a great mom
0: yeah you are I
3: (laughs) i mean i encourage video game playing so really how bad a mom can i be um mounts that have special features will likely go the way of the mount equipment systems but that's just a theory um sky golem will not be affected by any equipment um which is sad
0: not sad. Fuck yeah. sky golems.
3: Yeah, it would be a little OP if it was affected. Um, yeah, fuck sky Golem. One of the things that Carrie did point out, and it's a valid point, was keep in mind that the man equipment we've been shown so far is green quality, and there's likely going to be more powerful versions of the equipment.
0: Now, who sent us this feedback, exactly?
3: This would be my friend Carrie.
0: Okay, because you didn't say anything about who sent the feedback, so I was just I trying did, to at the start, give if you...
3: you're listening.
0: No, I didn't. I don't listen to shit. <laughs>
3: Clearly. Pay attention um then he was saying because we were discussing who we would like to see back in Diablo if Diablo 4 came back um he agrees he would like to see Amazons and Druids make a reemergence, and that Wizards and mm-hmm. Sorks feel very similar yeah they they thematically
0: they are very similar in a lot mm-hmm. of ways
3: oh and there is a war uh mobile pet battle game coming the timetable's unknown but yeah it, it, there is is one that confirmed yeah and then, in response to something that Chris said, I it's posted on the Discord because I couldn't post the picture in the notes. There, Carrie actually has a Blood Elf demon hunter that he uses that most of the heritage armor on, and so he posted his MOG so that Chris could see it.
1: Which, I, I, I have said, I think it looks amazing, but I stand by what I said. That if you're using the entirety yeah, if, of the agree, of the blood of transmog, if you use the chest, doesn't it doesn't work anymore.
3: because it's a robe, not a chest. And I agree. Yes. I agree. However, I will say the mog that he has using most of it is it's pretty fucking, sweet. fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> it's pretty bitching. I love it. I I I would like to know where you got that chest, um, so I can maybe redesign it a little bit for myself because I, I like that. It looks really good.
3: <laughs> I'll uh, message him after we finish recording and I'll find out for you right away.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I didn't notice in there was uh, the uh, ex- the expectation of 120 minutes, about a two-hour long episode uh, if we are doing this bi-weekly, which you know, we do want your input on that. If you think a two-hour closer to two hours is better with house, doing the bi-weekly thing, Please mention it. We're pretty much committed to doing about just about two hours, but we'll see how everything goes.
3: Let's yes. face it; we're all pretty much just committed.
2: Yeah. He would <laughs> expect 120 minutes, but does he want 120 minutes?
0: That that kind of Kevin, that kind of scans. Our, yeah, it's it's you know, that's that's there.
3: So a message to Care, who I know will be listening to this. Can you please explain basic language uh, to Kevin in your next feedback? That would be awesome. Thanks.
0: Read between the lines, motherfucker.
3: (laughs) Expecting
2: something and wanting something are two entirely different things.
0: Well, you can't always get what you want, Kevin. That's true.
3: Okay. So then we also got feedback from someone named Eric. I don't know who that is, but Eric has. Eric, nice to get feedback from you. Says that we're coming <laughs> off kind of sad in the feedback department, which I think is cute. <laughs> okay.
2: So we're getting pity feedback. We're getting
1: <laughs> pity <What>? feedback.
3: <laughs> I'm okay with pity feedback. This <laughs> is Here's the thing. I want to encourage the if I'm gonna be part of the podcast, I'm going to encourage community involvement. And our listeners are our community. So I want feedback from you guys. And if that comes off sad, that's unfortunate but i want to be able to see us have a community and that's an important thing to me
0: this is high school all over again for me
3: you know i'm cool with coming off kind of sad and if you don't like it you know you don't need to provide feedback
1: we all sit around and play video games all day we're
0: all very sad no one cares (laughs) all that i'm a crying Um, emo kid i'm sorry he
3: says anyways just wanted to ask if i was the only person that noticed the insane parallel between d3 legendary gems and the new azurite next stuff right down to a lesser and greater effect a lot of the effects are almost direct copy paste as well check them out with that in mind good luck keeping to your schedule
0: hey guess who knows a shitload about diablo
3: this guy i'm gonna go with you
0: (laughs) this guy motherfucker right here yeah actually it really is uh very similar uh with how the uh the legendary gyms in d3 work there is a minor effect that is unlocked when the gym is leveled to a certain point uh and a major well there's a minor effect that's always in play and there's a major effect that's unlocked when you level it to a certain point which does have a lot of parallels with the new uh with the new kind of trait system that's working with these uh neck gems that are gonna be coming in mm-hmm. um it's really interesting yeah i haven't looked through too many of the new azerite neck stuff the new gems, mm-hmm. uh the new traits i should say the relics whatever they want to call them i haven't looked too carefully through them but i assume yeah it's going to be very similar to some of the stuff we see in d3 it's like oh this is going to be a pet focused gym so it's going to provide you. Uh, you with damage reduction, and then it's going to increase your pet's damage on its main on its major spec or things like that. Th- that's the kind of effects you would be looking at in a D three gem. So yeah, I, like what I've seen so far is very similar, where it's got some minor passive effect that happens, run speed, attack speed, uh, bubble, a shield or something, and then a major spec bit. Where it's something like, you know, Chip and Boyarski, which, you know, gave you like 10,000% increased uh, Thorn's damage or something like that. So it's really interesting. Uh, that, that's actually a really interesting parallel and something I hadn't really thought of. Uh, I don't really play WoW all that much all these days, but yeah, that actually, that scans really well. So thanks, Eric. That actually does make an insane amount of sense. But
1: it's not the first time we've actually seen that with Diablo stuff mm. crossing over to WoW when we look at me- the entire idea of Mythic+. Plus
0: yeah yeah Mythic um, plus it becoming the, the the speed run uh rift farming yeah
1: the the legion legendaries they they essentially just random drop legendaries that came from essentially Diablo with la like random drop legendaries mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's not the first time that they've taken systems from Diablo some have worked some haven't, but it's well, nice to see them looking at stuff that's worked in other
0: games well, and rifting, in. rifting is definitely island expansions island expansions are a hundred percent rifting mm-hmm. Rifts are 100 percent island island no, totally agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I agreed. Mean, you even have a harder difficulty version for greater Rift, basically. It's your mythic uh, island shit, or yep. whatever PVP mythic or whatever it is. I don't remember what it there's is.: one, there's both. Yeah. yeah, there's both. Yeah, you, you have your mythic version, which is your greater, and then you have your regular and normal and heroic, which is you know your your basic, you know going and getting your rifts and getting geared, getting some keys, getting the shit done. So yeah, it's crazy.
2: I mean, I, I would probably rather have something that you can level up instead of what they've implemented or what they're going to implement, which is just different levels of the same gem, like, well, you know, different quality.
0: Yeah, the problem is, is that that was very much a D3 system that they kind of tacked in was the gem leveling thing. Um, because, you know, you completed a greater rift and then you had a percentage chance, you you got uh you got a chance to upgrade your gym at the end of it and there was a lot of levels and it was basically just time filler it was basically just content filling was all it was and this is a little bit more of a it's a little bit more of a streamlined thing because you get the gym at its at its best quality for the version you get that drops so you get the green version it's the best quality version you get the blue version it's the best quality version you get the purple version it's the best quality version you don't have to go and do 35 greater rifts just to level it up.
1: Plus, there is also a there is also a leveling system already involved with the actual with Azurite and and it's in, in and of itself because you don't unlock everything right away. You still have to put Azurite power into the neck to unlock everything.
3: Oh, and fun fun fact, which I skipped over in Carrie's email, but he actually has his neck capped at fifty since the start of April because he's insane that way. Yes,
2: yeah. yes, yes. is. I mean it it would give you a reason to go back and do mythic plus dungeons other than some people who just do a 10 and then no dungeon for the rest of the week.
1: I mean that's that's boring. We push push it. Push it. <laughs> dun, 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 dun,
0: okay, dun, dun. my
3: brain went there too. Thank you.
0: Yeah.
2: You're it's welcome. Okay. That was the point. <laughs> don't hum it too long. We don't have the rights for that.
0: <laughs> um but humming it is fair use. Humming right. it is fair use. Okay, because I'm not actually utilizing the lyrics.
3: (laughs) Also that. Um, So then we have one more piece of feedback that we're not going to discuss. We're just going to put out there what the feedback was, and then we'll move on. So from some sweet little spring birdies, I got a private message saying to look for a D4 announcement at BlizzCon. No one wants to be booed again. Um, also, expect some kind of heroes announcement, but details are short at the present moment. And expect more allied races in the next few patch cycles. We already know one of these, um, rumored to be Mechonomes and Valpara. Sounds like it's being confirmed.
0: The Mechonomes look dumb. Yeah, the Mechonomes. I
3: agree. The Mechonomes look retarded.
0: Yep, but, I don't I like I want them. to be a we? Why don't we get the Snake People? I want the Snake People. Fuck the Snake People. I Give me the fucking snake people, bro. The
3: snake people had something to do with the um, the way like they'd have to build a new frame for the because of how the armor something. shit and yeah.
0: the, the armor rigging would have to be different. Yeah, and that's yeah. sad because the snake people look fucking awesome, but they What
3: <clears throat> And would make um, more sense going with Volpera, but anyways, yeah, yeah make more on. sense. Yeah,
0: uh, I'm remember. still going
2: to make a horrid uh, Volpera. I-
3: I, oh yeah definitely I just I I I don't want to discuss this too in detail because I want to encourage the birdies to continue to email me so just
0: mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. Yep, that's fair um discord alb ALB has some stuff that he wants to talk about yeah he, level increases
2: yeah so there's going to be some level increases for um stuff that you can get without going through a raid or a method oh, no, plus dungeon these are so. all live. Oh, these are live already. Okay, so yeah, World Quest Rewards went up to 370. Emissary Rewards went up to 395. And okay. Emissary Azerite Armor is going up to I-level 400.
0: Okay, so basically it's going heroic from first tier. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's been how many months since the game, since this came out? Since Battle for Desire Lord came out. So, no, since Battle for Azeroth came out um battle for azeroth over a year the
1: this is the second time they've done uh item level increase i know but
0: what i'm saying is it's like there are some people that are getting like their pearl clutching about it it's like like, oh god six months the filthy casuals the filthy casuals can get heroic tier first raid gear oh god and i'm like it's been six months guys just just relax it's okay you're still gonna have your shinies bro it's all right I mean,
1: for uh, for most people, this is just going to be like alt gearing because if they're if they're current if they're currently raiding, all of your raiding characters should already be all of four hundred.
0: Yeah, so that's will like, either I'm... be for
1: people who's returning to the game to catch up, or new players to catch up, or alts. This is what this is for.
0: Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, catch up mechanics I... are great. I think it's okay i I don't think they went too far. I think they went i I think bringing people up close, I think maybe just a little bit under first tier for heroic would have been good, but I think it's which fine. they
1: have done for everything except the Emissary Azray. the emissary azure is the only one that is the same eye level as heroic grading. Everything else is under,
0: yeah, and emissary, and that's the cash at the end of the week or whatever right yeah,
1: but there there there's a reason for that is because it only goes three eight five. 400, 15. Azerite gear only goes in increments of 15.
0: Yeah. So well, I think that's
1: the logic to that
0: one. LB brings up that it's that's for the current tier, and I thought 370 was the heroic cap for the first raid.
1: 370 was the I have heroic a, cap for the first raid. I have raid.
0: 370, because I have a 370 on my shoulders that I got from the world boss in yep. Arathi.
1: Yeah, 370 is the heroic cap for Uldir. And yeah, four hundred is the heroic cap for Battle for Dizarre lore. and then I think it's what four, four, five? Four ten?
0: and and so the four hundred the four hundred eye level one is for uh weekly or is that every that's day? Just, that's the emissary
1: Azari mm-hmm. armor, so it can it, it could could be every day or it could be once a week.
0: Okay, it's so just ra- The I, emissary drops are RNG. I, so. I, I don't know one have
3: for doing the world Quest gal.
0: Yeah, I, I like I said, it's been like three months or four months since I played WoW, so I don't know if they did the Legion system more with weekly, every... I don't, whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. Hey! So, Kevin? Yeah? This is your dick-stroking moment, so go ahead. Yep, go stroke a dick. Let me
2: stroke the dicks and tacos of all oh, the God. listeners out there by thanking the, the US... Mouth. UK, Canada, Sweden, and Germany for listening to the show this week.
0: Why did I open my mouth? Why did I say... As a quick point, stroking. the
1: Swedes and the guild listened to the intro last week? Uh-huh. They approved. They
0: approved. They approved. They approved. The yeah. approved. I, was,
3: I was on the Discord when they approved. They, they actually thought it yep. was amusing.
0: <laughs> <That> <laughs> was okay. <quite> amusing. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm happy about that. That makes me but happy. I they
3: were a little concerned that that was actually how they sound. <laughs>
0: yeah a lot of concern so we had
3: to reassure them that that was not in fact actually how they sound
0: somewhere between minnesota and sweden because that was the exact you got was actually like because
3: they listened to it and they were like oh we like it and then it was is that really yes. how we sound <laughs>
0: Oh, no. I apologize, Sweden. It was somewhere between Minnesota and Sweden, and I couldn't dial Sweden in completely. And
3: it kind of fluctuated back and forth. Back and forth it? through it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was very much Midwest at some point, a <laughs> Midwest accident at some point. Oh, God, um, Chris, this is your little baby. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, but it's the last one. So yay. <clears throat> Um, the critical Kickstarter is over. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, they reached <laughs> <laughs> a staggering 11,385,449 US dollars in their final total so that does mean that we smashed that secret hidden stretch goal to get Travis Willingham and a haunted house uh so and I'm what was the excited. original seven hundred thousand dollars it was like seven hundred thousand dollars that was the original yeah. which they which they smashed in like an hour yeah,
3: it, it was like twenty minutes. I think was what the the original goal was met within. It was insanely yeah.
0: fast. I think I think eleven point three million puts them either top three or the top of like independent animation slash I film for Kickstarter. They're actually the top. Yeah, they're 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 either top three or they are the top no, for no. like film.
1: After the after the they did a closing stream, uh, where the previous top. Uh, contender was there with the little Kickstarter belt that they have and they've got their logo on it and now the Critical Role ro- logos on it. Cause they're the new number one and the game yeah. on the belt. So they're, they are the highest grossing Kickstarter for independent films. Wow. Hey, yep.
0: So, um, this was a disaster. It's been fairly unmitigated disaster, but Hey, Chris, did you want to mention that last thing too? Yes. Um, though yes that has been a fairly
1: disastrous attempt um we are going to be live streaming the show every well,
3: uh it's not disastrous we are actually live streaming we're just live streaming we... without video
1: <laughs> yes there yeah. will be video next time because we'll figure that shit out um we will be live streaming the show every second saturday uh when we record uh at eight at eight nope 10 a.m uh central daylight time and 4 p.m british standard time for summer time um every second saturday So
0: time when the weather's high we'll Sorry. be doing
1: it on <laughs> my touch channel uh which is uh, twitch.tv forward slash akari underscore mag
0: yep and if this whole thing works out we'll see about doing something else somebody needs to squat on azeroth coast to coast though yeah someone should do that yeah we should probably squat on like ACTC and azeroth coast to coast you know so. now that you've said I it live heaven. you actually have to go sign yeah, up yeah i have it. to go do it right now god damn it i'm gonna go do yeah. it right now i forgot we're yeah. live because there's people here and they're my friends yeah. they're all
1: assholes
0: they'll do it yeah. they'll stop us <laughs> don't try to stop me motherfucker right. <laughs> while, while, he's he's,
2: while he's securing her <laughs> future let's move on to the news
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, let's the our
0: future. <laughs> <Securing our> future. <laughs>
2: Oh God! We're uh, World of Warcraft. So um, there was one thing that happened this past week that was the Crucible of Storms, which I alluded to earlier. Um, we're going to link you to a boss guide. There's only two of them, um, Chris. What were your thoughts and impressions of this new raid?
1: Well, we've only done it on heroic, I and mean, we didn't actually get to kill anything, but it was uh, it. it Looks interesting. Uh, A lot of the some of the mechanics actually come from the uh, Shrine Five Man, so it was nice to see. Oh, okay, we know what we're doing there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think this is one of the cases where it's another raid that's not very melee friendly, Hmm. and it does. It's it's, Blizzard seems to have a, a habit of just making raids that are just not melee friendly. And typically, we my guild, at least back, has been very melee heavy for a very, very long time. Uh, we're starting to break away from that now. We're getting a lot more uh, casters and stuff. But we we used to be very, very, very melee heavy. So we always did kind of struggle. But it, it, it feels like I would like to see something that actually has a bit of a, you know, oh, this is actually okay for melee for a change, because I would like to see people playing what they want to play rather than being forced to play casters, you know?
2: Yeah, and I think the second fight is getting a fix. LB mentioned that there's, like, pools of blood that spawn, and they're going to be targeting uh, ranged players and not melee players. So that might actually help once you guys get to that second fight. The um uh, not the Haybringer of the Void.
1: Casper in the cat channel chat channel for um makes a very good point. Method and limit both ran with one melee DPS. Seems pretty balanced
0: to him.
2: <laughs> Gavril, mute yourself while you're typing up a storm. Shut up, day,
0: I'll do what I want. You're not my real dad. <laughs> I mean that is
1: not that is not wrong. He is not your real dad.
2: Yeah, true. <laughs> okay. Um other things that we'll mention, but I think we should probably mention the BlizzCon announcement first. Uh, but I guess very briefly we'll mention that there's going to be both um, WoW Esports or, or WoW Arena and MDI or Mythic Dungeon Invitational at BlizzCon this year. So, hey, we're not going to be watching Heroes of the Storm, but maybe we should be watching Mythic Dungeon Invitational instead.
1: Fuck that shit. I want to watch <laughs> Heroes of the Storm.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. and am so
1: fucking salty. I don't even care.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there there was dead a game, blue dead post game, dead game. and finally in blue, in uh, World of Warcraft news there was a blue post about WoW Classic and itemization did you guys read this do you care does Didn't this it. matter
3: don't care I, okay. not and you know I'm not saying don't go over it I'm just saying I personally really have no interest I might go on and poke around Classic a bit but I lived through Classic when Classic was live so I I don't have the nostalgia feels that the people who never had experienced it do I I have kind of you know oh well that was a thing and I survived it
1: so um TldR of this any itemization for an item that was live in 1.12 is what it's gonna be if something uh, so for the example that, the example that they've put the tier two warrior helm of Wrath originally had spirit and agility on it as well as crit strike chance and patch one 1.5 the helm stats budget was changed to stamina strength and defense um and then again in 170 the amount of defense was reduced yada 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 there was a lot of changes when the game goes live the change, the, the stats that that item had, as well as the art that that item had in 1.12 will be what it has at the launch of Classic. That's the TLDR. <laughs> okay. Which I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm very much okay with this. There was a lot of weird itemization issues when it came to Classic <laughs> that was just fucked up and weird warriors using spirit, for example um so yeah intelligence Uh, yep there was that too There
3: Uh, was like some weird (laughs) yeah
1: there was some weird shit going on back in the day so i'm okay with them revising everything to be the 1.12 version which was the beginning of the whole right let's make this make sense (laughs) so yes i'm okay with this these are good things these are things that i'm completely okay with because it's still the classic feel because it's 1.12 was still classic
2: okay um let's move on to heroes of the storm chris you mentioned this earlier anduin is coming to heroes of the storm when is that occurring
1: what's Uh, good about him well currently anduin is live on the ptr uh he had the ptr this week i've been testing out he's super fun uh he is a holy priest not shocked let's be honest we're not shocked (laughs) um so very quickly we'll go through his basic abilities uh his trait leap of faith Rejoice you trolley son-of-bitch priests! Uh, on an 82nd cooldown uh, you can instantly pull an allied hero to Andaman's location granting them unstoppable while they travel. So leap of faith is in Heroes of the Storm and I both love it and hate it because <laughs> one of our, holy, one of our pre- holy priests in the raid is the trolley son-of-bitch and I have to use a Neural Silencer every single raid because of him. Um, well, I
2: think it will be more useful in Heroes of the Storm because as soon as someone's getting focused down, you can just pull them away.
1: Yeah, but you can also just troll them. Yeah, true. So I'm looking forward to doing that because all I'm going to do is play one because I, I love supporting in Heroes of the Storm. So yeah. 80
2: second cooldown, though. So
1: it doesn't stop them in WoW. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Uh, his Q ability is Flash Heal, 4 second cooldown, uh, with a cast time of 0.75 seconds. Uh, you can heal an ally uh, for 100 sec- uh, for 260 health, uh, which will scale, obviously, as you scale up. Um, his W is Divine-, Divine Star, on a 9 second cooldown. You send a light that deals 140 damage that scales to enemies, and then returns to Anduin, healing allies, uh, healing, trying to get my words out, Healing allied heroes for 130 in the wider path. Um, the heal increases for 25% per enemy hero hit. So if you get a big head-on enemies, there's a big return on health. That's good. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, I love I so love the, the design of that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as E is chastised, 10 second cooldown. Uh, you shove a swell of light forward through a Shalimain, which is very cool. I like the animation on it because you actually chuck this—you chuck the animation out through the sword, uh, dealing 140 145 damage to the first enemy hit and rooting them for 1.25 seconds. So he's got a little bit of soft crowd control there. Uh, uh, which- it should be a stun it should be a stun if if they were trying to match the world of warcraft version of the spell yes but chastise isn't a um a skill shot in world of warcraft so Mm. they're obviously not trying to match it they're trying to make it thematic with the fact that it roots whoever's in place because it is a cc regardless but they're they're not trying to copy the spell
0: and i like that there's a chastise isn't a stun anyways it's a disable it's a it's a days effect if I remember correctly.
2: Well, it can be a stun
0: if you update it with the yeah. talent. It's a stun. Yeah, but it's, it's otherwise stun. it's the it's the one that's the, the the sap effect basically.
1: Yeah. Um, but no, I I I like that he's got some crowd some some soft crowd control because that's one of the things about some some of the healers and heroes that they don't really have a lot of crowd control that's with them like. Lily has a little bit of a blind, uh, but then you look at Morales, she doesn't really have anything. She has her knockback, but it's not great. You have to put a lot of talent into the uh, talents into that to make it actually good. Um his heroic his heroic abilities, he's got his holy word salvation, 80-second cooldown, after 0.5 seconds, uh channel to invoke the light for three seconds, while nearby allied heroes. So that is very poorly worded. While nearby, allied heroes heal for up to twenty-five percent of their maximum health and are protected. So that's his uh, healer ultimate. That's his survivability ultimate. And so is, basically,
2: no one takes damage.
1: Yes, essentially, it heals them up, and they and no one takes damage. And for people who have who have watched the World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth cinematic. It is essentially what he does in the cinematic, the animation.
2: Except he doesn't red, res dead people.
1: There's no raised dead. <laughs> and, uh, there's no raising the dead. It does uh, protect and heal his allies, though, within the within the effect. He protect, he heal, he attack. I mean, if you look at his second heroic light bomb, he, he attack <laughs> uh, with a 60 second cooldown. He imbues an allied hero with light. After 1. 1.5 1. seconds, it explodes, dealing damage to enemies and stunning them for 1.25 seconds. Target gains a shield that absorbs uh, damage per enemy hero hit and lasts for five seconds. So that's not only a defensive uh ultimate but it is a significant offensive ultimate as well with the stun added to it and the damage Anduin for fight and yeah these they've definitely built him as a battle priest don't know definitely. how i feel about that i'm okay with it i'm okay with it i'm so excited Anduin is is one of the ones that i've wanted in this game for a very long time and i'm so excited i'm a little upset they didn't make him a discipline priest because i would imagine he would have been about a, a discipline priest but i'm okay with this it works really well. Yeah, he should have been uh, Uther 2.0. No, because then he'd be a paladin. It's basically what he is at this point. No, he definitely uses no, more healing things. Priest. He's a priest. He's a goddamn paladin. He's a priest that can use a sword. <laughs> um, but yeah, he summons currently- hammers of light. Yeah. Okay, one time we've seen him summon, summon a hammer of light. Yep um the the model for Anduin actually looks really good in Heroes I'm actually quite impressed with it he does have some (laughs) um flamboyant skins that just make him look so cheesy and just awesome I I do kind of love it you've got the neo president Anduin where he's kind of half mecha very flamboyant over the top
3: I like the dark star Anduin I love the colors in it but yeah some of those mecha ones are weird
1: because it changes the way he stands. It changes well, the actual not, stance. It's the
3: hair too. His hair looks plastic. it looks like a Ken doll.
1: <laughs> I do like the West ando, one though. It looks really nice and the colors the color palette on it is really, really good.
3: Oh yeah, I like that one too. But my favorite hands down is the dark shower one. I like the I like the dark red and black.
1: No, that's fair. It's, it's a it's a nice uh it's a nice tone with the, the the Elwyn one, the green and gray color tone. It looks really nice as well, though. To be fair, I'm very impressed with the with the Anduin skins. The color tones are really, really diverse and they look very nice.
3: And I will say, the colors that they picked with the for the matching to Westfall, matching to Elwyn, Elwyn, they really dark, do uh, go with the with the zones that they picked.
1: Yeah, the Redridge one is fits perfectly.
3: Yeah, definitely. It yep. just the, the Mecha ones are just weird.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm actually I'm reading through the comments on some of because we were we were looking at the uh, Blizzard Watch post, and it's what that's Robin from Batman, not Anduin. I think uh, instead referring to they're referring to the the Mechas, the Red Vigilant Vigilant skin
3: vigilante
1: yeah vigilante skin they're referring to that one that's that's robin it's essentially robin
3: yeah looking at it it really is
1: it's real it, it does look really cool though but it looks so weird with the hair and the stance it's, it's, uh, i don't like the the over-the-top skins i think his basic palette looks really fucking good Uh huh. i hate everything i know you do you're 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 an
0: angry angry man why don't you talk about hearthstone hey hearthstone expansion's been out for a little bit there are four dominant deck types that are kind of ruling the meta at the moment uh there's actually it's a fairly diverse meta um the problem is everybody's trying to beat two decks and that leads to just building decks as counterplays rather than evolving the meta in new directions um, so currently Bomb Warrior and Token Druid are two of the more dominant decks that have existed. They actually have been pretty dominant since launch. Um token druid's an old an old style deck. Uh T- druid's been doing tokens for a million years. Uh it's just now it's got better ability to fill its hand. Uh and just keep placing shit on the board every other every turn, every other turn. As long as you can keep enough cards in your hand, you just you're gonna roll over people. Um Bomb warrior is a pretty much a classic control warrior with, uh, the bomb elements thrown in, uh, um, token druid, uh, big shaman is a deck that's been going around a little bit. Uh, it's very interesting. It's just, it's big shaman. It's shamans that are big. Um, and there's one other deck and I. Honestly, off the top of my fucking head, I can't remember what it is. Um, I'm not really playing Standard right now. I'm playing a lot of Wild. Um, I'm having fun being a mindless brain dead aggro player and playing Murloc Shaman because I played Murloc Shaman when it was still relevant in Standard. And now it's ridiculous uh, in Wild. Uh, I feel like this is actually one of the better metas as long as... The Standard meta is not fun playing against Bomb Warrior and some of the other decks that are out there right now. But... It is what it is. You got rid of a lot of really powerful cards uh with the rotation this year so. Cool. Cool. asked about yeah. uh
3: yeah. <laughs> Tempo Rogue.
0: Tempo Rogue Tempo yeah, Tempo Rogue was the other one I was missing. Tempo Rogue is fucking ridiculous. Holy shit. Um I like Rogue playstyle as long as it's not Miracle and Tempo is actually pretty fun. I I've been playing a little bit of it and I I had some fun with it. I actually did, which is surprising cuz Rogue is just Rogue is usually not a uh, usually not a class that I play a lot of because most of the time it does revolve around miracle style plays, and miracle just annoys the shit out of me. Um, there's yeah, there's a lot of other deck types. Uh, uh, several there's two hunter variants that are both uh, very popular. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm playing a lot of Wild right now. Um, the only thing that's really chapping my ass in Wild is uh, Token Druid. Token Druid is actually really, really difficult to beat with Acro. <laughs> Just because they're going to fill the board faster than you can. And they always have resources. So it's it's very annoying. And I hate it. And I, I hope Druid burns in a fire. Yeah. So uh, oh, uh, Druids. <laughs> poor Druids. Fuck Druids, man. Fuck Druids. Druids have been <laughs> getting all the good shit for a couple of years now. So they can go fuck right off, bro. Um, but no, I, I feel like the expansion. I feel like Rise of Shadows brought a lot of really interesting stuff. Uh, everybody really misjudged a lot of cards that have come out of Rise of Shadows. All the all the big name streamers misjudged a lot of the uh, a lot of cards that came out, uh, which is nothing new. If you follow any Hearthstone streamers, they're almost always wrong in their card uh, their card reviews when before the set comes out then we start playing with them and it's like oh this card is actually really good it's actually really really good and i did forget nomi priest also which is hilarious and uh yeah uh nomi rogue as well but nomi priest is hilarious why um nomi actually is in hearthstone uh he is a 6 6 uh i think he's 6 i think he's a yeah he's a 6 6 for 6 Um, and if your deck has no other cards in it, uh, Nomi, when Nomi has a battle cry effect that summons six other six, six elementals, flaming elementals, uh, puts, what's it? 42, 36 power on the board. Wow. Yeah. And if you have any flicker effects or anything that could return a card to your hand or copy a card, um, it's ridiculously good. He is ridiculously, ridiculously good. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think Priest can put three copies of Nomi on the board with Battlecry effect triggering. It's either Priest or Rogue, I can't remember, I think it's Rogue that might be able to do it. Um, But yeah, there's a couple of really crazy swingy plays that you can really swingy lines you can take with Nomi and everyone universally panned it. Everyone was like, oh, Nomi's garbage, Nomi's the worst card ever, and it's like, no, it, it, it's finding fringe play. So tldr don't ever fucking listen to streamers because streamers are all idiots says the man streaming currently
1: (laughs) yeah but in fairness we don't deny that we're idiots
0: yeah that's fair yeah um but yeah no i and you all know i could sit here and talk Hearthstone for hours but i'm not going to because yeah because that would be unfair to all of the rest of us because we are now one hour into the show roughly yep And we have a main topic to dig into a little bit so uh did we talk overwatch
2: no really briefly um i'll mention two of the main overwatch announcements the first one was the release of the overwatch workshop which allows you to kind of build a scripting language into overwatch and make custom games with custom conditions um they showed on the video that you could make like basically the floor is lava so anytime you're on the ground you take damage um but very interested to see what type of custom games and matches people come up with as a result of this
3: yeah i think it's a really neat idea it looks kind of cool oh yeah i think it's uh, a very interesting idea
0: this is something blizzard's always done really well is their map editors Mm -hmm. yeah and uh the fact that they've i i've seen i've taken a look at the workshop i mean i don't really play a lot of overwatch anymore to be frank but I've taken a look at the workshop, and it's actually very easy. It's very much in the vein of the old StarCraft editor and the old WarCraft 3 editor, mm-hmm. where the map editor was just stupid easy to use. It took There's a little bit of a learning curve, and then once you figure out the learning curve, oh, it's so easy. It's really easy. So I, I, I have played with the source tools before uh, for CSGO and things like that. I've played with those source tools before, and... God damn it. I feel it necessary to mention this and break the fourth wall. I apologize for saying to be frank. Because apparently everyone on the planet. Is a dad is a 50 year old man who just likes to say, hi, Frank LB.
3: I mean, I'm not a dad, but I'm a mom.
0: Nikolai. Yeah, everybody does that. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yes, it gets real old real fast. It's a turn of phrase, motherfuckers. Don't don't police my English usage, motherfuckers.
2: Um, motherfuckers, uh, motherfuckers. so oh. the the other the other change. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. What's that? <laughs> um, they're making some slight adjustments to the Overwatch tournament for uh, BlizzCon this year, and. It's basically going to allow um, any country that's eligible to participate um, in the Overwatch World Cup to basically be able to form a team and to play at BlizzCon, which is super cool. I think that is really,
3: really awesome because you're going to get to see more countries than just the typical ones that you see, and I think that's great
1: very quickly was it last year because they've done this for two, for this is the third year i believe i think last so. year and the year before was it united kingdom or was it england
0: pretty certain it was the uk Ugh. i think
1: <laughs> okay
2: are you going to be a sovereign nation by then
1: no um, probably no not. no
2: <laughs> no we're
1: working on it <laughs> good
2: luck with that one well, Chris, when you're can, when you're a Sovereign Nation, you can have an Overwatch team.
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> Good luck getting that one done, though.
2: Yeah, so I'm very interested to see the uh, Jamaican bobsled equivalent in Overwatch.
0: North Korea?
2: <laughs> I don't think they're an eligible <laughs> country.
0: I'm going to take a
2: wild guess.
0: Hey, you said the Jamaican bobsled equivalent, so I figured it North Korea. North Korea.
2: <laughs> or maybe Mongolia, I don't know.
0: Oh, Inner God. or outer?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's a country out there who has a really good Overwatch team and now this is going to help them play at BlizzCon.
0: Madagascar. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. All man.
2: right. Let's let's move on to the Azerbaijan, topic, shall we? Djibouti. <laughs>
0: Djibouti. <Okay. laughs>
2: The Djibouti booties.
0: <laughs> I'm certain those poor people have already have enough of this. They don't need more from us.
2: <laughs> uh, one of those names has to be the name of the show today. Uh, okay, Chris, name finder. your Scottish uh, name, your Scottish Overwatch team, and we'll make that the name of the show.
1: The Angry genders.
2: No, oh, No, <laughs> no, it's got to be like the Haggis. <laughs> the scotland haggis
0: (coughs) the screaming haggis Um, the screaming haggis there you go the Um, land
2: formerly known as westeros
0: seriously (laughs) seriously Seriously?
2: (laughs) seriously Got to throw a Game of Thrones reference in there. Hashtag Game of Thrones.
0: You got to get those, got to get them views, got to get them listens. Um, Anything else in Activision Blizzard StarCraft? I don't really know what's going on right now. Uh, Well, the big news
2: we're going to talk about during the main show topic. Yeah.
0: um, Season of Opulence at some point soon for Destiny. I don't know when. I haven't paid attention. I've not been playing a whole lot recently
1: one last thing about the overwatch workshop um they have put in a really really helpful little list yeah. of how to guide with gifs and everything telling you where to go and what to click and things
0: that's what i'm I, saying I, it's really easy
1: it's very yeah it's super easy we'll have that linked in the show notes and uh in fact i'm already going i'm li- already linking it in the chat
0: channel for people already in the stream okay um non-blizzard games anybody got anything that needs to go in
1: Nothing uh, Final Fantasy XIV just did their uh, North America server update, uh, allowing cross realm play within data centers and stuff Perfect. like that. So that's All right. All big. It's great. So if you are playing fourteen, uh, you and you have a cross realm link shell, uh, as long as you're within the same data center, you can do stuff cross realm. So go. Woo. Um quickly, go, and up their population on the servers as well
0: okay um we'll quickly just like four or five minutes go over the latest roundup in epic games versus steam go for it <laughs> uh, uh, um so tim sweeney shots fired um has said that uh has said that uh because steam is such a bad person and they charge 30 percent on their cut Uh, You know, if Steam goes down to 88% revenue share and 8812 revenue share, which is the same revenue share that uh, Epic uses, um, that they will stop chasing exclusives and put their games back on Steam. Wow. I think that's really shitty, personally.
2: I mean, like, if they did it, I would be surprised if they actually followed through with that. Because they would never get anyone to buy games on the Epic Game Store, because it's just crappy compared to steam yeah
0: well they know it's not something that steam's going to do they know it's not that they know steam's not going to do that epic is a publicly traded company steam is a privately traded is a privately owned company um steam does literally whatever the fuck they want they have well not to mention
3: it how how does he figure that one company is going to be able to dictate the practices of another company that's some level that's of that's some why i find narcissistic shitty. bullshit
0: yeah it's ridiculous that's what i find shitty is that they I, I mean i i understand it's like oh hey give the devs more money that's great i i'm totally okay with that but at the same time it's like you don't get to dictate the terms of the no i'm pretty certain epic is a publicly traded company i'm pretty certain they have investors sir um Uh, I will double check that in a second, but uh, sorry, LB was just mentioning that both companies are private. I'm pretty certain that Epic is a public company. Um, Yeah, no, that's just really, really um,
3: I I will point out too that there was a comment made in response to his comment on Twitter saying that that's the bar that he set because he knows they can't do it in order to make that work they'd have to stop issuing unlimited free codes to developers which would kill many other third-party stores and it would have to stop taking many non-credit card payment options so valve literally wouldn't be able to do it and he knows that so it's it's setting a bar that you know that not only is it not your bar to set because it's another company so shove your narcissistic attitude up your ass but you know because of the other things that they're providing they're not going to be able to do
0: Mm -hmm. i mean that's the same problem i have with randy pitchford and the shit that pitchford's been saying it's like the fucking messianic uh horse fuckery that he's been going through i i'm just yeah just no fuck randy pitchford fuck epic games at this point like like you don't get to say oh you know we'll stop throwing all of our fortnite dollars at other people and you know bring our games to you as long as you follow do what we tell you you have to do Hmm. i i think that's i that's a shitty way to do it this is the most epic games to me is the most anti-consumer company that i've dealt with online no i'd agree with that they are incredibly anti-consumer because they are just trying to create this walled garden, this walled ecosystem. I mean, it's great that we need—we need to fight Steam. Steam's monopoly needs to be fought, but you do that with a compelling, content-rich feature system. You do that by offering me free games. Humble does this, all right, or or, or cheaper games. You give me a discount in your store for something. Um. Um. Yeah. It's just like, I don't even know. And, and LB does mention something and yes, you are right. LB. I did go up and lo- I did go and look up their investor info and they are a privately created company as well. Um, uh, he did mention that there's also a story that came out about the bad working conditions at Epic, such as someone getting fired for not working through their weekend. Um, which is something that we've heard a lot of, um, because of the ridiculously fast Uh, content schedule that exists for Fortnite because they have to because if they don't people aren't going to keep playing their shitty game Um, they have to constantly be in crunch and crunch has been a huge thing for those of you who don't know crunch is crunch is where you're basically working 100 plus hours a week to ship a game and it's ridiculous it's insane and Epic has this constant meat grinder going trying to get content out to keep people entertained with Fortnite, and it causes burnout and it's causing crunch and it's doing bad things to the industry and to the people that work in it and it's just sad which brings me to the next the other real quick point i wanted to bring out respawn entertainment uh the makers of apex legends and uh the titanfall series have publicly stated that they will not be doing a fast content schedule a content drip
3: yeah, I seasons. saw this, and I, I thought it was great that they announced that they're doing this for that reason.
0: Yeah, they, it's and that, it's, it very much tails off of what I was just saying about the crunch going on at Epic, where they're just burning and churning. Um, Respawn has specifically said that for the sake of their developers and the sake of their actual workforce, they will not be doing the constant grind of constant content drip. They'll be doing seasons and attempting to do more meaningful patches over time, rather than just, I'm putting something new in, I'm putting something new in, I'm putting something new in, I'm putting something new in.
3: Can I just say, I like how he worded it in the blog post. So what he specifically said was, our long-term goal is to ensure Apex Legends always feels alive and thriving, with a focus on quality of content over novelty or speed of release. At the same Mm. time, we want to maintain culture as a development team and avoid crunch that can quickly lead to burnout or worse. I just love it because it was just slightly subtle shade being thrown at.
0: Oh, that was not subtle. <laughs> oh, no, there was no subtlety in that at all.
3: Okay, there was so much the subtle. <laughs>
0: um, I think, and it's just sad because Apex Legends is currently going through like a twitched route because the battle pass was not that good and they haven't really up done any, there's been a new hero and a new gun since the game released, I think. And that's been it. Um, and people are so used to this Fortnite constant drip feed live service thing that yeah it that that in in that and that was also also you know the game breaking bugs that have been happening but I mean it did you not know, help that's not helping but I feel like Apex Legends is one of the more polished entries into that whole genre and I think that respawn I I, I love Titanfall I love Titanfall too I think respawn deserves you know as much. Uh, as much uh, as much slack as we can give them to make this game good. I mean, I, 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 I like Respawn Entertainment. I don't even play all that much on uh, Apex lately. And that's been a theme. I'm not playing a whole lot of games right now, Um, but I bought the battle pass. I barely have played the game, but I bought the battle pass just because I wanted to support the developers. Yep and yeah it's like i give money where it where i feel like my money is well spent and i feel like what respawn has done and the actions they have taken i feel they deserve the money and like i said they deserve any amount of like slack we're willing to give them
3: i have to for the time being i actually want to check out apex now that i've been enjoying realm royale because i'd never played one of these type of games before but I have zero interest in spending any time in Fortnite whatsoever.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Just, just, just the practices of Epic uh, as a company just very much turns me off from it. Yep. Gav, there
2: was one item that I wanted to talk about, which was no, the, the blog post uh, that EA put out regarding the uh, like missing deadlines for the uh, roadmap they had set out for <laughs> Anthem. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. I just, you know, thought that that was interesting and kind of wanted to throw that out there. And
0: Oh, yeah, where they said they were going to try to fix, like, the core stuff and the major issues rather than push forward. with Release
2: guilds or other things that they said were going to come out Which on is, s- schedule.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind that's the problem with putting out a roadmap is that you kind of end up marrying yourself to it. And if you don't do it, it's, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot.
2: Yeah, you've set expectations. You missed those expectations. I mean, it was for a good reason, and I'm glad that they, like, put out something publicly like, to say you?
0: that, you know? Like, BioWare, that's the problem, though, is that they gave BioWare fucking money, all right? BioWare has a history of pulling shit like this. mm mm-hmm. they, they have this ridiculous crunch culture where they have a four year or three year lead time on a game and they'll scrap it three or four times and then slam something together in the last eight to 18 months
2: yeah and it didn't work and they're definitely feeling it this time around
0: good they screwed up andromeda they screwed up dragon age they canceled dragon age 4 because of live service horse fuckery from what was it ea Hmm yeah i'm just yeah i don't even know man like i i never i don't trust bioware just to be frank all right let's move on to the main show topic yep yep yep, yep. we've we've rambled enough about that shit for this
1: point rambled and
0: ranted (laughs) okay um so the main topic is uh some people had some interesting stuff to talk about let's um talk about that uh the wow stuff first Mm-hmm. okay up at the top and then we can go down into the other bit real quick all right i'll start this off
2: um <laughs> klani put out a really good video that we'll link to in the show notes um that highlights some of the um gear specifically from the mechagon uh zone and the mechagon dungeon um there was a few things that i thought were really interesting the first one was the pocket size computation device which is kind of one of the first items you'll get in the Mechagon zone. And it has three slots in it that are different colors, and you can like plug different gem-style abilities into those slots so that you can kind of build this trinket um, that, that's kind of tailored to your mm-hmm. favorite stats or some special abilities like a permanent Neuro Silencer or other things mm-hmm. like that. So I thought that was really cool.
0: That's actually pretty nifty actually.
2: Yeah. Um I like the ability that you can kind of build it yourself and kind of prioritize what you want to prioritize want to instead burn, of yeah. you know, having to farm a different dungeon for this trinket or a different dungeon for that trinket. Giving,
0: giving players agency is always good. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like that you spelled it mechagong though. I don't I don't know how to spell it. Whatever. It's okay. You literally <laughs> added an extra G. Yeah. You had everything going right, and then you added a G. <laughs> uh,
2: the second thing was the um, the rings that will be called either logic loops or bit bands, and these work like if then uh, uh, logic in like programming. So it'll say something like if you use this ability below fifty percent health. And then the next ring will say, then do this. Like, heal yourself or give yourself a shield or do nature damage. So you can kind of build this, you know, your own logic loop of, you know, if this happens, then this happens. And, like, play with different combinations of it. Um, He was also mentioning, like, it gives people the ability to do heals, like, if they're not healers. So you could have, like, someone who's a DPS like periodically doing a bit of healing uh, when their condition is met on the first ring they have. So there's a a lot of interesting ways that we might be able to use these and play with them and um, unlock different play styles.
1: Okay. I love that. They've been, they, they were saying um, with Battle for Desar Lord that they were gonna start bringing in some of this, some of this interesting gimmick gear and mm. the Mechagon stuff, it looks so fucking interesting. The fact that you're able to create your own uh, um, conditions with the reaction thing is, as I think, is so interesting.
2: Yep. Definitely. And it's it's something that is not just static. Like, you can try different combinations and you can, you know, yeah. re-roll and, you know, have... You could try to, like, get everybody in your dungeon group to all have a certain one so that it's, you know, maybe synergized as well together. So. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things that you can do with this. And I think especially for the kind of, you know, ish and engineering style zone that we're getting, it's going to, it's it's really fitting.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it actually, it's fantastic, I think. as so thematic, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just very interesting. And I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely uh, some stuff to watch out for, though. I do worry about it being a grind um, if the loops are randomized in any way. Oh, you mean if the stats are randomized on the well, like the like say for the loop, like for the logic loop, uh, your if then your first if then is if your x is x, then I worry Mm -hmm. that the x's could be randomized.
2: Oh, okay. So if it said like if you are below twenty five percent health or below fifty percent health, I think they'll be static. I, don't I hope think they're we'll static, because
0: then then yeah. you have you have some crazy shit. Like if your health drops below ninety percent, then you
2: know. <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. have something be completely broken. Yeah,
0: yeah. Gain twenty percent crit or something stupid. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's, that would be my worry. Yeah, four ifs and four thens. Okay, um, LB is mentioning that there are four if and then four then uh, things, and based when I'm what based on the context there, I'm assuming they're going to be static. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, so this is that other thing that you all were gonna talk about, something that I don't ever do. So
2: <laughs> yeah, <coughs> so ahead. earlier earlier this week, BlizzCon was announced uh BlizzCon 2019 will be November 1st and 2nd uh in Anaheim, um, like it always is. Um, they did a few different things this year that has caused some discussion, um, especially amongst uh some of our friends.
0: So um, oh, real quick before we jump yeah. into this who mm-hmm. here has done blizzcon i, I have f- and chris has
3: i have okay. not although it's on my bucket list
0: not for me <laughs> uh, but go ahead
2: yeah so uh they're doing a few new things this year one of the things is they're throwing events on thursday so oh, no, hold
1: on hold on yeah. very first thing we should do okay um the the Ticket pricing and when tickets will be available. We should do that first so people are aware okay. of that. So, All right. uh, BlizzCon tickets will be going on sale on the 4th of May and the 8th of May. Uh, they are changing how you actually get the tickets this year rather than first come, first serve. Tickets will be random this year. So you will join an online waiting room 30 minutes before tickets go on sale. Uh, for a chance to get a ticket. Um, ticket pricing uh, for the standard tickets are 229 US dollars, which is up from 199 last year. So that's the basics out of the way. New stuff.
2: Yeah, the new stuff is the second tier of tickets that you can now buy, which they're calling the Portal Pass. Um, and the Portal Pass is... Uh, something that they're like adding a few extras and the price is significantly increased. It's $550 for a ticket and you'll have, uh, the following benefits included. The first thing is called night at the fair, which is a dark moon fair style experience on Thursday night prior to BlizzCon starting on Saturday. And typically, uh, you know, Blizzard has only done the charity dinner on Thursday night, which not everyone buys a ticket to because it's very expensive. Um, so this is something where, you know, this could potentially be during the same time as other community events that are occurring at the same time, namely con before the storm with which Chris and I have participated in helping out with previously.
1: Also the same time as the Wowhead party and all those other things yep. as well.
2: Yep. And the same time that we had, um, or that row through, um, What's it called? World of Podcasts.
1: World of Podcasts takes part takes part at the yep. same time as well. Yep.
2: yep. So, you know, this is now a blizzard sponsored event, smack dab over top of a bunch of other community events that are occurring at that same time.
3: What concerns me about that is depending on what they planning on what they're planning on doing with this, is it could take away people that would normally be present at the pre-existing community stuff and yep. pull yeah. it into something that's gated behind a ticket where the other community stuff is not gated behind a ticket.
1: Yeah. So, are they going to start taking community stars uh, away, uh, yeah. YouTubers? Are they going to uh, and pull them into the sponsored event? Are they going to mm-hmm. take um, voice actors I, who would show up at these community events into the sponsored event?
3: Yeah. See, and I think that's what kind of bothers me the most is these community events have been around for a while. They actually increase the attendance because a lot of people who can't afford tickets to the actual con or can't you know get tickets because they sell out insanely fast still go and attend these other community events so now if the community events are going to die you're going to lose all those extra people that go and participate in other stuff because what the hell's the point if everything's going to be behind a pay for fun wall
2: yeah and the price, the ticket price, is significantly more expensive: two twenty nine versus five fifty.
1: It's it's um,
0: ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah, so so that's not the only thing that so you'll get does in the, the ticket portal. Give you a
0: blowjob also for so that he, price.
2: Here's the other things that it gives you.
0: But it gives you mind, it does a,
2: give
1: you a base plus contact as well. Yes, Fear that in
2: um, You gain access to the portal pass lounge, which um, will allow you to relax, recharge, and mingle with Blizzard employees and special guests during the convention. So this is like so a special... It's
0: green room access.
2: Green, yes. Yeah, basically. Um, you also get early con entry, so you can get into the convention hall um, early on Friday and Saturday before other attendees. Um, you get convenience perks, like dodging the general attendee registration and security line, So a special line where I'm assuming it'll be shorter because no, no one's going to buy this um, Mm -hmm. to get through security faster and get through registration faster. And then you unlock access to a special parking lot, but standard parking or standard parking fees apply. So you're not actually getting parking, you're getting access to special parking that I'm assuming is closer uh, to the convention center if which, you're by the driving way, there and not flying there who
1: drives to blizzcon if you
2: oh, live in california yeah basically
1: even if you live in california get a frick get, get an uber it's probably well, like, cheaper
2: well like kevin from dark moon fair drives up from san diego which is totally
1: valid okay that's fair that's okay that's that's fair, within still, driving distance like, it's oh jesus no yeah. I wouldn't, no <laughs>
2: So, yeah, I mean, this is the package that they're trying like so these uh five items that I just mentioned the dark moon fair dark you know night at the fair, portal pass, early con entry, convenience perks, and parking pass this is what they're trying to say is worth the additional three hundred ish dollars
0: yeah um, that is some straight up you know a t and t verizon fast lane bullshit <laughs>
2: yeah, it's. I you know all right I support
0: do, net support net neutrality motherfuckers.
2: I I yeah. think you know um, music conventions. If you've ever like seen or gone to Coachella or Ultra Music Fest or you know Austin City Limits or any of the other music conventions that exist, they always do VIP tickets that you know give you access to the VIP lounge and this and that and the other thing, and you pay more for it. And you know I I think the difference there is like when you're uh at one of those events where you're like camping or you're in the general population of people, you know, there's thousands and thousands of people, not that there are at BlizzCon, but usually the conditions are different. You know, like <laughs> tons of people camping for a weekend is different than people going to BlizzCon. You know, I, I don't think that there's as much of a value of, you know, at least from what I'm seeing, to you justify cannot- the cost of this.
1: You cannot compare BlizzCon to Download Festival. They're two completely different things, <laughs> and as essentially, they're trying yeah. to set up essentially
0: a Download Festival esque uh, ticket system. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's, that's, that's Everybody has done tickets like that. Conventions have done that for decades. The VIP oh, yeah. versus the regular experience. BlizzCon was an outlier in that. Yep.
2: Yeah. Well, this is them basically creating VIP without calling it VIP.
0: It's VIP.
3: And yeah, it's VIP. It's clearly obvious that it's VIP. And again, my concern is how it's going to affect the stuff that pre-exists and is easy access for the people that can't get into BlizzCon. Yes. Yeah. I mean,
2: mean, a way that they could deal with this is like, they could give us the ability to have a stand or an area or community tables or sections within the actual night at the fair and just make night at the fair free and like, you know, have a wow head section or have a combo for the forum section.
3: Okay. Here's the problem yeah. with making that section free. Okay. They tried to do something like that at my local sci-fi convention a couple of years ago where they made the vendor slash artist, aller, artist alley area free to the public without requiring a ticket the building very quickly hit fire capacity and people who had tickets could not get in because people who didn't have tickets were refusing to leave the vendor area because, well, I have access to it. And so it caused a massive shitstorm. that was fixed and that they have learned from. And so there are reasons why vendors and artist alleys need to be gated behind the paywall, because if they don't, People are going to be like, oh, I can go to that stuff for free. Cool. I'm not paying for the ticket because why?
0: Yep. Hmm. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Plus, I don't know. also,
1: you need to remember the amount of people that show up to things like Con Before the Storm, uh, World of Podcasts, the WoWhead Party. That's You can't have all of that plus whatever's going on during the Darkmoon Fair event in the same location. It's not going to work.
3: No, nor do the people at Blizzard who have, who organize BlizzCon have the time to add in doing an artist thing like Con Before the Storm does and all this other stuff that the community events do because the community events have their own people that are working on those things. You know, would it be nice to see Blizzard instead of doing it how they're doing it, maybe partner up with the existing community stuff and find a way to work together? A hundred percent. But doing it in a way that could potentially screw over the community stuff, kind of well, makes me yeah. leery.
1: Kind of shitty. Um, there are some good things that we're that we're going to talk about because i will just been very negative. Um, I am negative. I know you are. You are I blame like Kevin. I also blame kevin um (laughs) this year the convention will be expanding into hall e which is typically the blizzcon store and registration areas so the actual convention itself will be they've already expanded into the north hall for the last two years they will be expanding into where they were normally going to have registration and the store for this year so we've got the normal convention area the north hall and underneath um for the actual convention itself
2: so where is the store going to be?
1: Well, they haven't clarified that yet, but we will see that when we get the map uh, near to BlizzCon. But that does mean that there's going to be more stuff available on the show floor for people to try out. And for and possibly more panels. This might, this might be the long-awaited standalone, your own thing voice actors stage that we've been yeah. begging oh. for. Because the voice actor stage typically is in the Darkman Fair. Uh-huh, uh-huh. so uh, th- this could be their own standalone voice actor thing which I for one would fucking love I think I was great if they do that if that's what this is
2: so um, Chris one thing that I just read on the uh, normal pass the BlizzCon pass and not the portal pass yeah, is that they said this year they're going to be opening up the plazas outside of the convention center one day early to give people a place to meet up hang out and prepare for the main event so okay,
1: that so might firstly, actually work out in our advantage really well. okay
2: i mean plazas i mean that that could just be like the area out in front of the convention center that, that uh, no that is
1: exactly what that is that's exactly what
0: that is uh,
2: i mean that was open before they gated it off last year but okay yeah
0: so they uh-huh. closed something and then they open it back up as a gift
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, the security last year was in a bit.
1: fairness, and fairness with what happened last year at mm. the, I think it was was it a tech no Street Fighter uh, tournament. I completely understand their security up from last year. Absolutely, completely, and I yeah. would highly, ex- highly expect it to be the same this year. If not, maybe a little toned back. But they're completely within their rights and their logic to have that kind of security with... Oh, the, with Mad, uh, the, the,
0: the Madden one, right? The Madden yeah, Madden it, Madden. Madden, it was Madden. Yeah. yeah, it was football. I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, so, and Nelby and I both mentioned it was a Madden tournament, yeah. But yeah, um, so
1: to completely understand their logic on having significantly bigger security last year, and I mm-hmm. would be shocked if it wasn't the same or similar
0: this year. Yeah. Um. So... To get off of the more negative side of things that we've been going through at the moment, um, and you know, I, there's there's a lot of shit going on um, with that, and it's
2: just—I uh, mean, the the um, the buzz about this has not been great so far,
0: at least from no. what I've heard. And what about I've the con itself, of. about the actual yeah, physical yeah. con, not about anything else that might be yeah. going on with it. No. And that's actually what I wanted to jump into. I um, mean, we're uh, going go
2: being light on announcements. You know, we're we're not like really expecting any major announcements. Maybe Diab- Maybe Diablo 4. I mean,
0: that's not true. This is going to no, be a WoW expansion this is, year. This is going to be a WoW expansion year, and they've got a lot of stuff that's been in the pipeline recently. So
1: yeah, so um, D4 WoW expansion, pa- possible uh, stuff the new Heroes. Stuff they've been talking
0: about in the yeah, past. Um, this is going to be a huge year for announcements. Theoretically, it should be a huge year. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about is, so Blizzard traditionally does a lot of announcements at Gamescom. It also does a lot of announcements here on and at and at home. So they typically do their non WoW or Warcraft IPs um, at Gamescom. And then they typically do their major reveals for oh. Warcraft related stuff during Blizzcon, along with some other bits and pieces. You sometimes. say typically, but Legion was announced at Gamecom. Yeah. Yeah, it just depends. It really just depends. Uh, they they kind of interchangeably do the two of them. Um, so. Mm-hmm we get gamescom a couple of months before blizzcon it's april right now it's the end of april it's almost may so we should be getting what gamescom in what four months yep give or take three to four months yep so with convention season coming in what are y'all looking for well obviously the yeah like neff actually what are you actually looking for like as we're getting towards the hype train for convention season like what are you looking for specifically out of blizzard
3: i'm really hoping that the little birdies are right at d4 um i'm always
0: it, it would be shooting themselves in the foot not to bring d4 it or at really least would. give some kind of announcement for it d4 really
3: would. um i'm looking for the next wow expansion right now that may change i'm kind of I'm kind of on a down phase with WoW at the moment. I just, I don't know what it is. I'm spending a lot more time on my console. And so I'm Mm -hmm. kind of losing interest in WoW. But that ebbs and flows, so that could change again by the time Bluiscount actually hits.
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: Um, I'm not sure. Like, I I like watching the announcements to see. But, you know, like, there's not other than I, I really want D4. But other than that, there's nothing that I'm like desperate for.
0: Okay um kevin anything that you're like hype about besides like the wow expansion um i want to play
2: some diablo 4 i don't want to just see it uh i think we've given them way longer than (laughs) we should have uh for that 13
0: years for d3 Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. about that
2: but uh, you know i feel like with as long as they've waited and with the non-teases that they've already provided and, you know, years that we were told we're definitely not going to be talking about Diablo 4 this year. I mean, we need to see it on the fucking show floor and playable. And,
0: and again, that's the problem is that they, Blizzard has that same build it up, rip it down, build it up, rip it down mindset that Epic does. They just don't do the crunch that Epic does.
3: Okay, yeah. wait, I lied. There is something that I always want to see at BlizzCon and I know it'll never happen. What's up? I want to see them announce a new Lost Vikings game because I fucking loved that game on Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: Oh, dear God. Um,
3: I know it'll never happen, but I truly would like, I would lose my shit oh. if it ever did because, like, hands down, that was one of my favorite all time games on that Hold platform.
1: On. You say it'll never happen. You say it'll never happen. The Lost Vikings are in Heroes of the Storm and Blizzard are heavily moving into the console market.
3: Okay, that's true. I just, I loved that game. Oh my God, I loved that game. They were so funny.
1: When it comes to shit like that, never say never, because we've, we've, they've proven that they like to go back and look at their older stuff.
3: Oh, Blizzard, Blizzard, please, if you're listening, prove me wrong. <laughs> Give me Lost Vikings.
2: Jeez. Uh, um, heaven, yeah. Yeah. I, let's see. Um, hmm. I think I also want to see, um, like the mobile games that they said, you know, last year they said, we have mobile IPs happening in, in development. And yeah. every, you know, every single Blizzard IP has some type of a mobile project going on. Well, they better be able to show us some of that shit this year. You know, yeah. like they they did a lot of non-tease teasing last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't even get me started about immortal, but you know, this year they actually have to show us that shit because we have like, We've gotten next to nothing this year. We have no new games to play. We have no, you know, hardly. It's just it's bad. It's bad right
0: now. What I would love to see is I would love to see. I would be okay with them announcing. We have a, this is the mobile game that we've been developing for this IP. Expect it 2020 or whatever. Um, I would love that. And then they just do blade style and it's just like Diablo four coming 2021 or you know whatever this is what i said they should have done last year i know i know we've talked about this they should have taken <laughs> the blades they should have taken the blades the, the uh, elder scroll blades uh teaser which is just like skyrim 5 or whatever yeah. it is now
1: very end uh, of immortals black sc- very end of the immortals teaser black screen four claws diablo coming soon that's all we needed
2: i there's gotta have been some mentality shift on their end that says if it's not coming out in you know less than a year no no, no 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 out. no no no
0: this no 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 that is not a mentality shift this is blizzard this is classic blizzard they always do this they don't announce anything until they feel it's ready and unfortunately with what information that's been leaked so far over the last couple of years they've done a rebuild on diablo for at least once twice yeah, well, we have at least one confirmed case of, as far as we're aware, of them doing a, uh, of them doing a clean rebuild. Yeah. If only um, they've talked twice. about it. <clears throat> Problem is, though, they learned their lesson from Titan. They got burned on Titan. They let slip too much information about Titan. They let they talked too much about Titan being in development, and then it fell apart. <clears throat> now they were able yeah. to salvage it. <clears throat> Now, and yeah. Starcraft 2 and Diablo 3 as well. Yeah, they Diablo 3 went through multiple rebuilds. Starcraft 2 had at least one rebuild that we know of. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's it's a blizzard problem. They, they do this, they build it up, and then they have to rip it down. Heroes of the Storm went through two rebuilds. Yep. And like I said, I mean, just the fact that they got burned so hard with Titan. Yes, they were able to reuse a lot of Titan and reshuffle the teams and came out with Overwatch. But at the same time, they invested a lot of time and effort and the community hype in titan and it didn't go well Mm -hmm. so i think that they're being very i think they're being a little too gun shy is the problem
1: they're being overly cautious this time
0: yep they're being they're being way too gun shy and i think that they need to i think they need to confirm all the development all the games currently in development even if and and just give them a rough roadmap and say this could like yeah we've got warcraft 4 in development but it it's probably going to be five years it'll probably be three to four years before it releases like we can't give you concrete dates right now but you know we're going to say this right now and then next year's blizzcon hey we've got an update we had to do a rebuild on it but you know we're still looking at a three to four year time frame do something like that's the problem is that there is no news right now period mm-hmm. uh even and it's just like i would love to see them i am pretty certain they're done with starcraft for the time being i am pretty certain starcraft is just done at this point they've 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 essentially told the story even if that story got real fucking weird at the end real um, fucking weird they've told the story starcraft is kind of off the table at the moment so we're looking at diablo warcraft Overwatch. Diablo yeah, well, Warcraft and Overwatch, essentially. Yeah. Um Hearthstone. Hearthstone is technically within the Warcraft uh IP. IP. Yeah. Um
1: and Heroes mm, as all of them together.
0: Yeah, Heroes is its own thing. Um, I think. Dead game. Um I think we're gonna get <laughs> um I think we're gonna get some interesting shit in the next year or so and i really can't wait i would love to see a new ip i would love to see them do new ips overwatch was fantastic on launch it's still a very popular game Mm -hmm. it's a great it's their first brand new ip in years yep uh it's just like yeah i i just I, I i i don't want them to commit to another live service or mmo that's that's the problem right now is that yeah that's that's the genre it's live service and mmo that's it that's all that exists right now and i don't want them to commit to that i want to see another compelling solid game that is just gonna blow me away it might be you know limited multiplayer or no multiplayer I would like a solo. Uh, I
1: would. I would be happy with a single-player RPG experience from something.
0: Yeah, I would too. I would. Lo- I would just love to see. I would love to see a little bit of a return to form on Blizzard. I, I, w- I would love to see just a solid, campaigned game with maybe a little bit of uh, Im- uh of of multiplayer elements thrown in on the site. because that's something that Blizzard has done really well in the past. Yeah so but yeah long story short I I don't I want to see something this year I I, it's I'm not gonna like ride it if I don't see anything I like but it's just gonna be sad it's gonna be sad um I are you talking Gavril are you talking new IP I would love to see a new IP this year yeah wow I would love to see a new IP this year because I think they need another new IP I think they need to, they, they, Blizzard is very good at making a small number of games. Currently, they have four major IPs.
1: Which is the most I've had in a long time.
0: Wait, how long has Overwatch
2: been out? Because that was the last new one, three right? years years-ish,
1: I think, three two, years. three years? No, two, three, four now. years, because I, 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 was, I wasn't at the Overwatch season I spent, so it would have been four
0: years. Yeah, so uh, Overwatch has been out for a while now. That's Four years is about the right time for a development cycle i mean i would
2: assume it would be every five years or even longer for like a brand new ip
1: i mean you say that but i I completely disagree look at other companies
0: they bring out new ips (laughs) look at look at how quickly they turned titan around into overwatch yep it was only a couple of years to reuse the assets from titan into overwatch Mm -hmm. um and i mean the turnaround from what i understand the turnaround on apex legends was actually rather short Mm-hmm. Because they had they it is using the Titanfall two engine, from what I can tell, it is pretty much Titanfall two. Uh, it might be the Titanfall three engine that they scrapped, um, but it's pretty much Titanfall. So I mean, it, here's it, the thing: they have multiple
1: engines that they can pull from and use to make a new IP. It's...
0: Yeah, it's just I I don't know I just. I would love to see a new IP, but also at the same time, I would love to just see them go, okay, we're confirming this, this, and this. We're confirming Warcraft 4. We're confirming Diablo 4. We're confirming uh, a brand new Hearthstone uh, experience. We're confirming uh, the next expansion for WoW. We're confirming that we have an IP in development, and we're confirming these 17 mobile games, you know? Don't expect them now.
1: Saddened by your lack of heroes on that list. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean that would be nice, but I, ugh, it dead doesn't dead seem game. like they're doing that.
3: Not a dead game.
0: Dead game.
2: If it's not going to be out in a year or so, we're not even going to hear about it. That's my prediction.
1: I mean, I would disagree because we were shouldn't shouldn't have Diablo Immortals have been out by now?
0: Oh yeah, no, that's that's Blizzard being Blizzard.
1: Like, well, I mean, if you look it at previous, if you look at previous WoW mm-hmm. expansion announcements, they announced them and then a year and a half, two years later, oh, they're here.
0: So I would completely disagree with that logic. Completely disagree with it. Yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised if they did Immortals launch on Gamescom or BlizzCon. I would agree. I would agree. That's when we will see Immortals launch. Uh, I do not
3: think we'll see it happen at BlizzCon after the booing that happened.
0: I think, I think Gamescom, I think we'll definitely see Gamescom a launch at goes Gamescom. More Gamescom's more likely. <laughs> I think they may want to try to distance themselves as much as possible from Immortals uh, during the BlizzCon season. So Jeez, I, definitely, I, yeah.
2: I really can't wait until they, you know, section off a large section of the show floor to give people room to play Diablo Immortals together. That's going to be super you know fun. They could
1: do, you know what they could do? When they're announcing this is the launch of um of Diablo Mortals at Gamescon, very end of the trailer, claws Diablo. There you go. <laughs> You're just gonna keep writing that one, aren't you? I'm just gonna fucking write it because it's all we fucking needed, Blizzard. Seriously. <laughs>
2: um Yeah, I'm I'm getting really sick of Brandy having to say like, Well we have something in development, but we can't talk about it. It's just just fucking talk about it.
0: That and that's and that's again, that's the Titan that's the Titan shit just coming back on them again. It's just, it's just Titan every time. It's always Titan's fault. Hmm. But I think we've kind of exhausted the topic. Um I I well, not exhausted. I mean, we could definitely sit here and ramble for another hour or two. Um
3: Well, we could. You can't, you have to leave.
0: I have to go <laughs> and I still need to take a shower. So yeah. um yeah uh for right now i think that's gonna be the bulk of the show um does anybody have any final thoughts to add in on the topics we sort of covered today chris
1: i want more heroes things (laughs)
0: lost
3: vikings give me the lost vikings
2: kevin (laughs) i still don't know if i'm gonna go to blizzcon or not i think Um, that i'm not going (laughs) that's yeah well you've already decided you've decided um You know, I really want to support con before the storm. I really want to, you know, be there for that, but I don't know if I can
0: California and do Con before the storm.
2: I don't know if I can justify going this year. It just, I really, it just really feels bad. It feels dirty.
0: Go do con before the storm, go do the wowhead party, go do the community events and then go 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 to Disneyland or have the rest of your weekend off. Just go fucking hang out in California.
3: I will admit I am kind of tempted to do that this year, but there's no way I can justify spending the tickets for BlizzCon itself. But I was well, I mean, considering doing a yeah. weekend trip to do calm before the storm.
0: Yeah, just go take a look. There's lots of good flights out right now. If you start shopping right now, there's still good flights well, in California. You know, no- <laughs> Not for oh, you. It's, no,
2: it's <laughs> only going to get worse. that.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> But kevin from i i I have two round trip tickets that i would be buying as well right so
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah kevin if i I
3: went without the teenager i would get disowned
0: probably teenager would never speak (laughs) to you again
3: no no he would not
0: but that's what teenagers do so Mm -hmm. uh kevin but that's my final round the round trip out of austin to it's reasonable to lax or to john wayne is like A hundred and seventy bucks. It's not bad. Yeah, it's it's totally reasonable to go out. You go and you do your free con events, you do the free community events, and then you go. You spend another 80 bucks and go to Disneyland for a day.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, just to go to Disney, like if Stone goes and if Stone goes to Disney again, I'm really tempted to do that because I would want to do that. Go with him and his wife to Disney.
0: I'll be the third wheel.
2: Yeah, it's OK. Stone loves everybody. And and, and skip all those sweet, sweet lines.
0: <laughs> wow. Bro, monster Kevin. You are a You're monster a fucking... monster. <laughs> hey, Chris, what's your don't do that? Don't be Kevin. <laughs> yes, what's your don't do that?
3: Don't pull all the muscles in your neck. It prevents gaming.
0: Uh, my don't do that is don't game the system with your friends. <laughs> Kevin, what's your don't do that?
2: Um my don't do that is don't announce something that you can't announce and then tell us that you're working on it, but you can't say anything about it. I.e. Diablo 4 for the past two years.
0: Yeah, fuck that noise. Um so yeah i think that is going to be our show for this week folks uh to talk to us during the week you can find us on twitter the show is at Azra ctc mr kevin over here is at swing Cat, that's with a k mr chris is at akari underscore mag aka r i i of course am at gavril g-a-v-r-i-i-l underscore et Neth over here is at Neth winch in e-t-h-w-e-n-c-h you can send emails to the show to feedback at azractc.com. we'd love to hear from you for links to today's show Visit our website at www.asarossctc.com. to does review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, however you put those wonderful words in your head. Say Jabuti, boys and girls. Jabuti! Jabuti booty.
3: Ah, uh, boo! I am all for the horribly inappropriate. <laughs> uh, Because it was awesome.
2: We need to cut.
0: Yes. Yeah. We, we need to. We, we need to be able to. So we have to. After I give the musical throwaway, we need five seconds of silence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, Kevin can, so Kevin can key the music in at that point. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, it's a meta episode, guys. It's a meta episode. Let's be quiet for two seconds.